All right, I'm hopping into it. Podcast number two during the global pandemic. We got another Hyundai Elantra cast coming at you live. I'm coming at you from the Hyundai Elantra. Uh, this time without my co-host, Ruby, my dog, Ruby. This time I'm flying solo dolo, lone wolf style. I am uh, parked in a parking lot at the golf club that I grew up caddying in. Uh, man, I can just not escape this place. I really can't. I grew up caddying here. I still do caddy here in non-pandemic times. And now here I am, parked in this parking lot, recording a podcast. Just got to make sure I record the podcast, because you know what? If there's one thing people are asking for, it's not virus tests. It's not a vaccine. It is my podcast my mediocre podcast uh spirits are kind of low not gonna lie people are dying kind of hard to be jovial and upbeat during these times during the plague you know what the issue is with this plague this plague is killing all the wrong people and if you're asking what i mean by that i mean poor people the plague is killing all the people that don't deserve to die can the plague at least kill just a few celebrities just a few I get a fucking Twitter notification or a Facebook notification every time some celebrity gets gets it. Tom Hanks has COVID-19. Idris Elba has COVID-19. How are they all surviving? How how are none of the 35,000 people that died not a celebrity? I just I was listening to the radio on the way over here on the on the drive to my temporary podcast studio. Uh and there was some British guy interviewing Lizzo. First of all, British people British people in general, we're going through a global pandemic. Could you guys just not, could you just not for the rest of this? Could you guys just cease everything about yourselves? Uh, there's something about American culture where, you know, anything that's told to us only sounds authoritative if it's in that annoying British accent. Br- British accents are frustrating because their mouth, like I know mouths are supposed to be wet, but their mouths, they're just too wet Got these wet fucking mouths, man. This British guy is talking to Lizzo. He's like, Lizzo, I love your body positivity movement. I think it's so good what you're doing. It's like, why are we talking about this? And Lizzo responds with some dumbass canned answer. She's like, I know we're supposed to be social distancing, but as a human, as humanity, we should get closer. We should come out of this closer to one another, which I get she's speaking literally and then figuratively, but still, I mean, celebrities when will celebrities learn that we don't want to hear their basic ass vanilla takes that don't apply to any of us okay celebrities are guys it's not that hard just wait it out all right yeah it's not that hard to wait it out in your 49 million dollar beverly hills mansion all right you can literally have three or four live-in maids if you're a celebrity and never interact with them during this pandemic because they'll just stay in a different portion of your fucking you know, compound, all right? Celebrities are all hoarded up in their geometric modern houses, you know, paying their way through the pandemic while the average person, you know, the average person, what, are they supposed to stay in their 700-foot square foot, uh, 700 square foot apartment in Brownsville? They're, they're not supposed to go outside at all to get a fucking breath of fresh air. And now I've got, you know, Rachel from Friends telling me that I'm a bad person because I want to go take my fucking dog for a walk. It's just, I don't know. 
it's it's stupid. And and this is the radio. This is back to this, you know, dumbass British guy who's interviewing Lizzo. He's like, plus, you know, some good things have happened from it. You know, there's things making the rounds, you know, the, the, the canals of Venice have dolphins in them. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's been completely debunked. I think most of those pictures are edited, man. Anybody who's making the, the, the point like, damn, man, maybe the pandemic, maybe we're the virus. Look at the way Mother Earth is recovering. Shut up. People are dying. People are hooked up to ventilator machines. And you're going to fucking talk to me about how there's like, I don't know, snails and eels going through the canals of Venice for the first time in a thousand years. I don't fucking give a shit. Neither do the people who are strapped to fucking ventilators. All right. Stop trying to find a silver lining. All right. Let people find a silver lining in their own time. Celebrities, you have the biggest silver lining of all time. You're a celebrity. You're worth millions of dollars. You live inside a goddamn castle in Beverly Hills. You know, it's not hard for you to find the silver lining. And if you can't find the silver lining, you'll just pay some mental health professional to find it for you. So stop spewing your garbage diatribes to the average person. Stop. Stop. Shit is fucking terrible. Everything's bad. Everything's really bad. All right, you turn on the news, and the news is talking about the COVID-19. Why wouldn't they? That's what. That's all anyone's thinking about. Uh, but one thing I don't understand is, why is it that every time you turn on the news and they talk about the virus, they show us a picture of what the, the molecule of the virus looks like? They show us a photo, you know, just like the, the green spiky balloon image of, of what the, you know, what what the COVID-19 looks like as a molecule. Why is this necessary? Why is this necessary? We need to we need to see what the virus looks like in case I'm walking down the street now and, and then like, oh shit, dude, don't don't look now. Don't look now. But on the other side of the street, yep, that corner right there. Don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. Co- that's COVID-19. Oh god, run. 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 You know why they do it? I think they do it because they they do it because humans are so shitty. We need something to scapegoat. We need a scapegoat. And and we are so dumb that we're willing to project all of our hatred towards just a spiky balloon visual image. Because you know what happened in previous times? Any previous era of history where people started just dropping dead because of some invisible assailant? You know, uh, the regular people asked their governments, what's going on? What, what, what's happening? And the governments, of course, didn't have an answer, so they just blamed the Jews. That's just what they did. So we're at the point now where in order to prevent you know, massive scapegoating of actual living human beings, we are resorting to projecting our hatred of the situation onto a spiky balloon molecule picture that the news broadcasts to us. Uh, I know some of you are are probably gasping with laughter in all of this. I know that this is hilarious and you guys are gasping with laughter, but... I'm just trying to remain consistent and keep putting this fucking thing out there so I have a method of staying moderately sane during this whole situation. Uh, I, uh, I, I got a rebate back on some of the flights of mine that were canceled. I was supposed to go from Berlin to Amsterdam and then you know, from Amsterdam back to the U.S. And I obviously, as I mentioned in the last episode, I bought another flight, a sooner flight. And uh, using the refund 
of the flights of mine that were canceled, I said, fuck it, I'm buying a fucking PS4, and I just bought a PS4. Um, I am going full rabbit hole, man. I'm going full dissociation. I am going, I'm just submerging into the virtual realm until all this shit is over because I can't hang with reality anymore, dude. I bought PS4, I bought the bundle that comes with three games, God of War, uh, what is it, Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us. You bet your ass I'm going to be just spending the remainder of my life of COVID-19 getting blazed and just playing video games all fucking day and just shutting my brain off. Because I can't handle thinking about this. I have friends of mine that are hitting me up. Uh, you know, FaceTiming, which is good. Keep FaceTiming me, friends of mine. Fans, if you want to send me a FaceTime. My uh, my phone number is... Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, be sure to send me a FaceTime. Uh, I'm sitting in the the parking lot, as I mentioned earlier, of the golf club that I've caddied at for the past, I don't know, what's it going on now, eight or nine years. Uh, I'm going to remain it nameless just in case somehow this comes back to bite me in the ass because I still need to caddy here to make money. But uh, interesting place. You know, when it comes to country clubs, if you belong to one, you are a fucking loser. You are a loser because you have enough money to do a lot of really interesting things. Even if you're not into philanthropy, fuck philanthropy if you don't want to get into philanthropy. Um, but you're going to spend that money on a country club, a country club. That's the most imaginative way you can spend, you know, your money. And so this is Westchester fucking County. All right. These country clubs are no fucking joke. Westchester country club, which is not where I am, which is not where I caddied at. Uh, the initial joining fees, like $80,000 or something like that. And then I don't know, what is it? 15 to $20,000 a year. That is an absurd amount of money. And you're essentially paying to join a social club where, you know, you and other grown adults meet up, you know, every day in the warm months and hang out with one another. That That is just sad. That is sad. I'll tell a story about the club that I, I work at. Uh, <laughs> I was a caddy. I still am a caddy and I've worked on the golf staff, which is like, you know, after you're done caddying, you, you clock in and you, you know bring people's golf bags to the tee, you wash the golf carts, all that other bullshit. I was I was at work one day. It was like twilight, maybe 7 p.m. in July, 7.30 p.m. in July. Beautiful, beautiful twilight summer evening. And a parade of 10 men in the age range of, I don't know, 45 to 60, all come parading out of the clubhouse onto the putting green, all donning their finest you know, salmon cable knit sweaters and yellow pastel shorts and their nice little tan loafers, all with their putters in hand. And they all come out and they're just, you know, they're clearly drunk. They're all holding cocktails. Some of them are smoking, you know, cigars that cost more than my fucking rent. Uh, and they're all like, drunk putting! Yeah! Drunk putting! We're going to play the drunk putting game! Yay! Drunk putting! And so... They were acting as if it was like, you know, little jovial fun riffraff amongst themselves. But, you know, to the extent of which they were repeating the phrase, drunk putting, ooh, you could tell that they were just begging for everybody in the vicinity to, you know, hear what they were saying and look at them. And so I proceeded to watch a 
you know, cohort of, what was it, you know, eight to ten adults, all with multi-million dollar net worths, you know, canoodle around like middle school girls, ooh, drunk putting, we're going drunk putting, and they proceeded to putt around on the putting green, but the difference is, most times when you putt around on the putting green, you're not drunk, whereas this time they were canoodling around on the putting green, they were drunk, oh my god, lordy lee, oh my god, first of all, I've been working at country clubs for uh, almost about 10 years now, about 10 years, my first job I ever got, I was I actually worked two months there illegally. I worked there, started there when I was 13. The first two months on the job, I was 13, and then I turned 14 on the job. Uh, the first country club that I worked at, and I will name this one because I no longer work there, Nursing Island Club in Rye, New York, uh, I was a beach boy. And so uh, the part of Westchester I grew up in is on the Long Island Sound. Um disgusting, polluted, stinky bottle of water, or bottle of water, body of water that connects uh, Long Island and Westchester. So the Long Island Sound, very metaphorical piece of water here, okay? It connects probably two of the most culturally garbage places on earth, which are Long Island and Westchester. And, you know, in accordance with this metaphor, the Long Island Sound is essentially just filled with garbage and you know, horseshoe crabs and stuff like that. Um, but of course, Rye, New York, which is one town over from where I grew up, has, you know, a cavalcade of country clubs nestled along the sides of this dirty, brown, disgusting body of water. Uh, and so I grew up, I first started working at Minersing Island Club. I was a beach boy, which meant that I would stand on the beach and clean up garbage after grown adults who make $1 million a year. You know, everybody who orchestrated the 2008 financial collapse is pretty much a member at all the country clubs that I've worked at in my life. And so I was a, yeah, like I mentioned, I was a beach boy. You would pretty much just get rich people umbrellas, grab them chairs, clean up after their garbage, shit like that. And, uh, dude, the amount of drunk driving that goes on at these country clubs is insane. If the local police forces just weren't totally in cahoots with the people who are members at these places, because the people who are members at these places, you know, I would assume make some sort of donations or just know them because they're, they, you know, these are the people that they play golf with in order to get their PBA card, public benevolence, or no, police benevolence association cards, uh, so much fucking drunk driving. So much drunk driving. The amount of, you know, 38-year-old dudes who played hockey and lacrosse in college and now work on Wall Street and for some reason wear those little miniature sweater capes around their neck who would just stumble out of the club at 6 o'clock in the evening with a family of four and just drive, you know, uh, what's that nice one? A Range Rover and just drive that hammered, hammered, back to their houses. Astounding. But of course, why would rich people have to play with the same, you know, normal rules that the rest of us have to do? Um, yeah, this has no through line. This fucking sucks. I'm sorry to anybody who's subjected to listening to this. Yeah, so I've got sort of a disdain for these these country clubs, man. I get it, you know, obviously I'm I'll be I'll be completely honest. The majority of the people I've encountered, at least working at the golf club, are actually 
They're very respectful. They treat you completely kindly. They pay very well. They're friendly. But the way that I would phrase it is just I would never, ever want to hang out with these people outside of outside of this. I would never want to spend a minute of time with anybody who belongs, you know. And there's there, there's different situations. You know, some people, their parents belonged and, you know, they get grandfathered in, so that's different. But I would say that the majority of people that I've encountered who are, you know, active little canoodling members of country clubs, even if they are nice, and many of them are, they pay well, they're respectful, they don't treat you like shit, they're just dweebs, man. They're just dweebs. They just kind of mutter the same little bits of social tidbits back and forth to one another about, you know, Sports Center top 10 highlights. I mean, depending on the time of year, it's the same conversations over and over again. If it's, you know, June, everyone's talking about the NBA Finals. If it's every four years in July, then they're talking about the World Cup shit. Uh, it's just a group of, you know, really boring, unimaginative individuals who made a lot of money off of bubble markets at the expense of, you know, poorer people who now think that their financial success means that they are a qualified expert for any conceivable topic. Uh, you know, so many people who are just, they're rich because they made money in an unregulated stock market or, like I mentioned, swindling, you know, people with subprime mortgage loan bundles and CDCs, uh, mortgage-backed securities. I'm talking as if I know what I'm talking about. Of course, I do not. I'm retarded. But, uh, you know, they made a lot of money during these these unregulated markets, and they now think that that qualifies them to be an expert on, you name it which suntan lotion you should be wearing, what golf club you should be, you know, using at that certain point. Who's the better athlete, Michael Jordan or LeBron? I mean, I've never, ever seen such a bias in, in, in the sense of, you know, success in one field now gives these people credence to be an expert in any field that they wish to discuss. Uh, it's just a, a weird, weird phenomenon. Very weird phenomenon. Um, yeah, so all my people out there, I hope you're staying sane. I know that the past two episodes have been a deviation from the normal solo episodes where I just kind of rant. I'm talking as if I have a consistent following. What an embarrassment. Uh, but I don't know. I just, shit is bad right now, man. Shit is actually bad. I know that my initial goal was for all this shit just to be always humorous and lighthearted, but... It seems pretty disingenuous given what's going on in the world. I mean, they're setting up fucking field hospitals in Central Park. There are tents in Central Park where, you know, in in the best case scenario, they're going to be being used as field hospitals, but in the worst case scenario, what? Is it going to be a place to stack the bodies? I mean, it's crazy. We never, we had, <laughs> we've been lucky. Like, we, we had shit going good for so long. You know, the concept of, Death and destruction from the average privileged American perspective was just so far off, and now all that is crashing down upon us. Ha ha ha! Isn't that funny? That was obnoxious. I'm sorry. A lot of apologies this episode. All right, if you have any grievances, now's your time to take them up with me because I'm weak. I'm very weak. I'm not strong and, and machismo. And uh, I'm not coming at you with a lot of lot of bravado. I'm actually coming at us with some, I don't know, pessimistic realism. I don't know what to say. 
Tune in next week when I will be drooling out of my mouth because I'll be so high playing God of War, not even thinking about anything, that you won't even be able to decipher the words coming out of my mouth. Uh, I know most of the people who listen to this I actually know personally. Uh, and, and they're actual just like friends of mine in my daily life. And uh, I love you guys. I love you. If you're listening to this, I love you. Be safe. Wash your hands. Put on hand sanitizer. If you're going to the store, put a fucking bandana around your face. Um, we don't know when, but eventually this shit will end. And if you're one of the people who who survives maybe one day we'll have some sort of weird dystopian laugh at all of this uh but maybe not we shall see be well i love you goodbye